Hey, hey, I'm Matt Hudgens and he's Dave Mulvaney and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing today, buddy? Doing great, Matt. How are you today? Life is good. Summertime all around, my friend. It is everywhere. Hot. All right, so we got to do this. We're going to do episode 80, business owners stop tipping the government. Stop tipping the government. And we, what I mean by that is there's uh, some stats out there that say 94% of business owners are overpaying their taxes. And overpaying taxes, I like to call tipping, tipping the IRS, tipping the government, overpaying your taxes. 94% of business owners are overpaying your taxes. And if you're one of those 94%, this show is for you because we want to help you. Um, now, before I say that, I want to make sure that everybody understands we're not giving you tax advice. Seek the advice of a, uh, of a competent um, CPA, um, tax attorney, whatever. But we're going to show you some uh, things that are available to you. Um, some would call it deductions. The reality is it's not just deductions because if you pay the IRS too much, they're not going to give it back. Um, <laughs> they're not going to give it back to you. So, so I really kind of outline this in five steps to like financial freedom. You yeah. know, use your business. We talk about this all the time. Use your business to build wealth, right? And so we've kind of outlined some of the five, which would be, you know, we want to increase your revenue. We did a podcast just recently, six ways to increase uh, your profits, right? Yep. Or increase your revenue, I think we called it. Uh, we talked about reducing overhead, right? That's step two. We talked about that in one of our podcasts recently. This is step three, which is kind of lowering your taxes. Um, we'll get into step four and step five in the future. Cut your spending and boost your savings. And then we always talk about investing wisely. Um, so tax saving tips that, that are great for business owners that the average individual doesn't have. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you work at a corporation, XYZ, uh, you know, uh, a corporation, you make money, you pay taxes and you come home and now you pay for your cell phone and your house and your cars and your computers and your iPads, right? As a business, so then, so then you spend what's left over as a WT employee. As a business owner, you get to make your money, pay those expenses, legal business expenses, and then you pay taxes on what's left over. That's the beauty of being the business owner. And that's what I mean by 94% of people, business owners overpay taxes, is that they don't realize what all the deductions legal deductions that are available. Again, consult your professional CPA, bring up these ideas. A lot of the CPAs are not as proactive. But the first thing we talked about is now, this was just in 2017, the qualified uh, business income deduction, right? That, that, that your business makes money and the first 20% of it is tax-free. That's basically how it works as a business owner. Now there are qualified and non-qualified businesses uh, which you talk to your CPA about what's a non-qualified, but most businesses qualify for a 20% deduction. So if you made $500,000, you get a 20% deduction. So the first $100,000 is tax-free. Yeah, right? so let, let me, let's, let's pause for a minute before we, uh, just to be clear, if you run your business in the same checking account that you, you go to Publix with, you're not running a business. So I just want to be clear, um, we're point. talking about a, uh, subchapter S, limited liability corporation, tax as a subchapter S or as a C corporation or a C corporation. You're actually running company, running a company legally. You're isolating your funds. You're not commingling funds, which means like doing your 
personal shopping out of the company account, any of that. So we just want, I just want to be clear of that. And that's perfect. And, that, and that's a great reason. If you are, are a sole proprietorship, you should have a business structure. You should have an LLC or an S Corp. Again, talk to your professional which one's appropriate for you. But you want the business structure because it allows you to take these business deductions more legally or uh, fairly, right? And those, I'm going to say, here's the difference between a sole proprietor and a corporation. So I, I know somebody who's starting a pressure washing business. Um, he purchased the truck. He purchased um, like the pressure washer and all this stuff. This is and, and he wasn't incorporated. I said, here's what you're going to do. You're going to incorporate this year because he still has a job. He's doing this as a side business. Incorporate. It might cost you, you know, a thousand dollars, but then you're going to sell all that equipment to the corporation. Right. And when you sell that equipment to the corporation. Now, guess what happens? Because you invested in that company, you can deduct that equipment. So all the money you paid from your W-2 wages, now you might get all of that back. So you're, you're investing into a corporation. And so instead of paying taxes, you'll now have deductions, which could lower your taxable amount far more than it costs you to incorporate. That's what the difference is. We that's do. the benefit, right. And that's what goes in here, you know, they call that 100% bonus depreciation. So when you're buying equipment, for your business, right? It can be depreciable. Now, this is where we get into um, what equipment is necessary for your business, right? So, so we use the example iPads. You need an iPad for your business because you do sales presentations with your iPad, which is what most people are doing now. So if you need a new iPad, let's buy it through the business. So the business gets to deduct the thousand dollars or 1500 bucks, I forget how much they are now. But who's to say you're not also using the iPad at home, right? That you're using the iPad when you travel for work or when you're at home watching Netflix, for goodness sake. But you had a business purpose to buy it because it's what you show your sales presentations on. That's a great example is an iPad. Laptop computers, right? You need a new laptop because that's what you do your work on, right? That's a business expense as opposed to if I worked at the bank, I'd have to go buy that laptop computer with my money after I've already paid taxes. Correct. In this example, I actually bought a new laptop just a few months ago um, over at Costco, and that's a business expense, right? I bought a new laptop. Now I got a fancy new laptop. I get to write that off. That's a business expense. But I also do other things on the computer, but I needed the computer for work, right? Sure, and then what's important about that, and I, I mean, it's not really necessary, but it is. If you're at Costco and you're buying all your other stuff, but you're going to get that business computer, just ask them to ring it up separately so you have a separate receipt. So you, even if you put it on you know, keep it clean. Yeah. Keep it. Right. Always try to keep the company stuff separate from your personal, because ultimately the IRS wants to know who, what, where, when, and why, you know? Um, and that's really what they want to know. So you, if you keep it clean, it's hard to remember if, if well, let's say you were throwing a company party and you bought a bunch of wine for that company party. That well, is all a business expense. That's a that's business correct. expense. But if you, um, always buy your wine at Costco on the company card. That's not going to be a business expense. And now it'd be hard to explain why you bought wine for your company party. And you, you, you see what I'm saying? You got to separate expenses always so that you can point out and say, this is why I bought it. This is what was the purpose. And, and by the way, what we're talking about is real money savings. I, oh, I know it's huge. 
I know very- talk about the next thing we're talking about, like cars, you can buy a car through your business that you use for business purposes. You get this bonus depreciation. So you can get somewhere like 18 or $19,000. I forget what it is this year, right? Immediately. You can lease a car through your business that you use. Now is the bonus Never. depreciation, Mac, is that tax code 179? Is that the bonus depreciation? You're That's saying? a different bonus depreciation. Section 179 is really more for your equipment. Okay. But um, uh, the, the bonus depreciation for the car is a little different, but Similar idea where you get to accelerate it, right? SUVs, that's like going through the old farming rule that SUV, a car over 6,000 pounds, you get $25,000 deduction right off the bat instead of 18. What, what I want, what one of the things that maybe somebody might not know when they're watching this. So um, I don't remember who was the president when they, when they created the 6,000 pound rule, I believe it is. Right. They created, you can't, fully deduct the vehicle unless it weighs more than a certain amount. It was, might've been 6,000, might've been 5,200 pounds. I don't remember. But when it happened, the SUV market exploded <laughs> because it, it, they made them like a luxury car, but right. companies could deduct it. And so, you know, companies make profit. So you get a choice. You can put the profit and tip the IRS, or you can take those deductions and, uh, provide nicer things, perhaps for you and and uh, your employees, etc. So exactly right. And shareholders, um, certainly. Right. Uh, electric vehicles, right? If you wanted to buy a new electric car, you get a tax credit for that. Um, I don't know if it's still seventy five hundred dollars. It used to be seventy five hundred dollars. Uh, retirement plan contributions. This year, actually, the new Secure Act says if you're a business owner and you started a new retirement plan. I think don't, it's like $5,000 tax credit that you get for starting a new retirement plan. Um, you get it right off the cost of starting the plan itself. You get a tax credit for starting the plan itself. Um, that's a really good one because you want the retirement plan for yourself as much as you would want it for your employees. Retirement plans are, are fantastic. Um, and while, while we're talking retirement plans, so what do you do with a lot of these tax savings? You, not, you might want to think about putting them into your retirement plan so that you're not just like spending it because what happens is time goes by very quickly in business and 20 years can go by. But if you just take your tax, instead of you stop tipping and you take those taxes and invest it in your retirement, invest it with people like Matt, then before long you accumulate a lot of, you know, a nice retirement fund. Yeah. And, which and that's what we're trying to do is you build the wealth by these are some expenses that would be, you need a car for your personal use, but also for your business use, but we can write off a portion of the car. You need computers and laptops and uh, iPads for your business. So we can write those off, but we'll also use them for a computer. So what you're looking for is the business expenses that are legitimate business expenses, but I can also get the benefit of, of using a personal car. Like you just said, the car, hey, we need a new SUV. Well, gosh, that could be also be the SUV you take to the beach, right? But you, but you bought it for the business purpose, right? So these are trying to convert what you would have, how do I say this delicately? These are business expenses that also happen to have a personal use benefit as well. well for example, like, we used to talk about your cell phone. Like remember like your cell phone, you're paying whatever it is, X, X dollars a month. The yeah. IRS lets you write off the cell phone. They don't ask how many of those phone calls were personal or business. You see Correct. what I'm saying? It's just one monthly payment. Because uh, what business owner could not, you know, operate without, operate a, phone. without a cell phone. Um, it, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things you got to have, what business could operate without a computer? 
So what does that mean? Well, when you go home at night and you have a place that you sit down inside of your office and all you do is do work at that desk, even a portion of your, your square footage in the house, if it provided, now the tax code says provided you use it for work purposes only, you can deduct that portion of your house. Yeah, now yeah. it's set at $1,500 a year. Yeah, so, so they, they made it simpler. It's a fifteen hundred dollars if you have a home office. You get to write off fifteen hundred dollars a year. It's, it's 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 awesome. We talked about it a little bit, like the structure. You mentioned that earlier. You know, you might do an LLC, you might do a subchapter S, but there are reasons that you have these structures. Again, talk to your CPA that might help you reduce your payroll tax on your own personal income. The three point eight percent we pay on on personal income tax, because you could have a salary and then a the bonus is what we call a K one distribution, right, in an S corporation. So your salary could be this, and then your uh, profit distribution is that, and you pay, don't pay the payroll tax on the, on the K-1. Well, it actually profit. comes out to 15.3% when you calculate. If Add you're the employer, you, you withhold 7.65% from your employees for uh, Medicare, Social Security, Medicaid, you know, for that portion, and then the employer matches that. So if you're the employer, rather than paying yourself regular wages, now I do recommend highly paying yourself re regular wages. Why? Uh, number one, look what happened during COVID. A lot of employers who weren't paying themselves regular wages had no access to PPE money because they were not paying themselves regular wages. Um, so that that can be a detriment, I guess, to your business. It, so this is one of my favorite rules. One of my favorite rules. The nickname is the Augusta rule. So the Masters happens every year in Augusta, Georgia, and people rent out their houses, right? So the way the rule works is you can rent out your house, your personal residence, or your vacation home for 14 days per year um, and not pay any income tax on that, okay? So what happens is the guys in Augusta, they rent their houses for 10 to $15,000 for the week. The pro golfers come in there, the media come in there. They don't have to claim that 10 to $15,000 or get it tax-free. Now watch this though. This is how a business, and this is like one of my favorite rules. This is how a business owner could use that rule, right? that you host um, the Christmas party at your house instead of the country club. So you could have the business pay you rent for your house for that uh, business party. You could have staff retreats, you could have shareholder meetings, you could have staff training, you could have director meetings all at your house and each time you could have the business pay you pick, you know, whatever uh, the comparable rate is, $1,000 that it would be for an all-day renting a conference room somewhere. You could write that. Now, all of a sudden, you created 14 training days at your house, your lake house, right? So, we're doing a corporate retreat up at my lake house next weekend. We're not. I'm just saying we could. And then you could write a check from your business to your lake house or to you personally and, and use that tax-free because 14 days of income is tax-free and you could have a corporate retreat up there. You could have the party at your lake house. You could have clients up at the, you could have prospects up there. You could have, like I said, staff meetings, shareholder meetings, director meetings. The Augusta rule, it's called section 280A, I think is what it's called. But the nickname is Augusta rule where you can rent your house or vacation home 14 days a year tax-free. How do you really do it? You do it by hosting your own staff or your own prospects, your own employees. That becomes a business expense. So let's say it was just, 14 days at a thousand bucks a day, that's $14,000 that would be, you're not paying income tax on, but you would receive it tax-free income on your personal side. 
and you know, all this boils down to the more, let's just say the more profitable your company is, the more these things are available to you. You, you have a choice. I can write the, uh, the biggest check possible to the IRS, or I can use these, some of these tools to, um, I, I wanna be cautious about saying improve my lifestyle, but ultimately that's what you're doing. That's why you're self-employed in the first place to be profitable. I'll give you an example. You don't, you see all these people flying either first class or flying private. Well, why are they flying first class? If, well, because their business is profitable. They can either sit in a nice seat um, and deduct that so they don't pay it in tax or they can pay it in tax. Well, why not sit in the front seat? Other people will sit in their own plane because they have the choice. They're so profitable, either pay it to the IRS or fly private and have all the conveniences. What well, I mean, certainly you have to justify why you would fly privately, right? At $25,000 a segment, that's fairly expensive. But so you get on a plane, um, instead of going from Jacksonville to Atlanta, Atlanta to wherever you're going, you could be, uh, get on a plane in Jacksonville and be at your destination in two hours, think of all the time you saved and flying back. And that's that was your justification for spending that. Massive amounts of tax savings, but yet you were able to, uh, be more efficient and be more profitable because you had more time to do it. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, this is a great one too, talking about uh, try to uh, tag on personal travel with business travel. And so I was actually just talking to one of my lawyer, client, lawyer clients earlier today. The lawyers have a um, annual retreat down in Amelia Island. I think it's like a three or four day conference. So of course they bring their family with them, right? Because they're at the conference. Um, but their family can stay in the same hotel room or condo that they rented. Yes, That's correct. I even have lawyers that will stay the whole week and have a corporate retreat. So let's say you and I are lawyers and we own a law firm together. We're going down to this Amelia retreat anyway. So we're going to write off those four days, but we're going to stay an extra three or four. And you and I are going to have a director's meeting, a shareholder meeting because we own. So now we've written off the entire week of the beach vacation. The family was here for the week. But you and I were doing business because we were at the conference and then we were having our own daily strategic planning meetings. But the family got to enjoy the beach house for the entire week. And we would write off the entire week of the beach house. Or whatever percentage portion you feel comfortable with talking with. Well, your yeah, you might not write off your, your spouse's airline ticket or any of that. You're not you going to write off any of that. No, no. I'm just talking about the, you know, you rented the house for the week, for the conference and for your strategic planning meeting with your partner but it's got enough room for the family to stay too. Precisely, precisely. Right? Uh, you could also write off, we talked about travel, business meals, business car expenses, tax return fees, safety deposit box rentals, dues and subscriptions, continuing education, investment expenses. Can you pause so, on the dues and subscriptions? Yeah. Um, so um, like a country club membership, is, is that deductible? I can't do anything. No country club memberships are not. Dues I, well, I was just asking that for a that's specific a great point. reason because people might ask if you said subscription. That's a great point. No, it's not dues. They, they specifically eliminated country club uh, dues as, as an elimination. Dues meaning more to like um, memberships to the, uh, you know, the association that you're a member of, you know, the whatever, the uh, Mortgage Boat Brokers Association. Those kind of dues is what I mean. But here's continued education. I had a dentist who did all his continuing education in Hawaii. Okay. We just talked about continuing education. You could do like in Amelia Island, like the lawyers do the, that's a conference, but it could be continuing education. So especially doctors have to get continual education. You could do your continual education in an exotic location. There are conferences for dentists that are held 
in Hawaii that are held in the tropics that are held skiing, right? And, and there's a certain percentage of how much of the day needs to be in the conference, but it's not all day. So you could go have the conference and then you go skiing in the afternoon, the conference and then go to the beach in the afternoon, right? So there are a lot of companies out there actually that strategically organize their continuing education in exotic locations. So I used to put on a company event every year and we did Amelia Island Plantation, but um, we also, part of the event was, um, you know, we'd have two days of training, coaching, training, you know, but then we also had, a, you know, around the golf, um, you know, as a group and, you know, some, that's all, that's all part of the event. And um, so uh, again, all the food for the event, all of that stuff, um, you're putting that on to grow your business, right? Because you're bringing salespeople in or whatever, right. or your employees or whatever. It's all to grow your business. It's all tax deductible. I shouldn't say all because food and food and beverage so now is golf is no longer tax deductible. Yeah. So so now with the way that the conference centers get around that is they include the golf for free. <laughs> now, they'll charge you more for the food and the rent of the uh, conference room, and they'll give you the golf for free. Yes. Uh, ticket people do that too. Ticket prices are no longer tax deductible. So they'll do a marketing and advertising, and then the tickets are free or a, or a huge discount. So, but. You used to be able to write off sporting tickets. You can't do that anymore. Um, there's a, talked about uh, disabled access tax credit. So you can make some improvements to your office building uh, that will make it more accessible for the disabled, such as expansion of the hallways, repaving the parking lot, installing a wheel, wheelchair ramp, um, ADA compliant bathrooms, which could also mean you make the bathroom nicer, right? All that can be, you know, new carpet, floor covering. Let's say you want a more solid surface tile. We could call that. It's a $5,000 annual um, tax credit for making uh, improvements for disabled. You could take advantage of that with your own office building. So we've covered like a lot of ways that you can save like a ton to stop tipping the, the IRS. <laughs> I, I know there's more. But there's, there's like 50, we're only like, like 20 through 50, right? <laughs> I've got a whole list of 50, but you, you get the idea. The point is use your business to quit tipping the IRS, use all the business expenses that you possibly can to, to get um, the most use, the biggest bang for your buck for your tax dollar. But that also goes back to our whole theme here, which is make more. We'll teach you how to make more in your business. We'll teach you how to pay less in taxes, right? These are the things you and I talk about in our mastermind group, right? Six ways to grow revenue, right? Six ways to increase profit. Now we're talking, you know, 50 ways to decrease your taxes or how do we say that? Stop tipping the IRS. And do right? not overpay your taxes. Not great. overpay your taxes, right? Look at it. And then all this leads also, we like to teach our guys in our mastermind groups how to take more time off right? Take more time off because we did the retreat down at, we went to the conference and then we did the strategy sessions with partners, right? So now we could have four of those a year, right? They could be in Hawaii. They could be in, these are all going back to things that we teach in our mastermind group, how to make more, make more money, take more time off and pay less in taxes, right? And keep more, keep more. And big, keep more of what, yeah. Keep you know, you want to accumulate wealth over time. And that's, um, that's, ultimately what we're all here. We want to eventually, what's the time off? You want to have time off and the money to, to enjoy that time off. Yes, exactly right. So these were, we're just trying to give you some tax savings ideas. Again, talk to your tax professional. But the point is 
these are the kind of things you learn in our mastermind group. You and I are doing a mastermind group. You want to apply to that, please send an email to, to Matt at uh, profitabilitymd.com, Dave at profitabilitymd.com. We're interviewing people now um, for the mastermind group. And the idea is we're taking this podcast and applying it directly to you and to your business and teaching you how to create the business that you deserve, right? To make the money that you deserve, to take the time off, to enjoy with your family that you deserve, and to, to keep more of what you earn by paying less in taxes, right? This is what we learn. This is what we teach, I mean, in, in the mastermind. Yeah, and we'll help you, you know, go through it. And, and again, we've, we've said CPAs a couple of times. Here's the reality is, if your CPA does not know, like, some of these ideas, all these deductions, then you go to them and ask about them and make them study to, because you should have a, a, a CPA who is, is, I don't want to say aggressive is wrong word, who understands the tax code and allows you to take every allowable deduction. You should pay the IRS 100% of what you owe them and not a penny more. Not a penny more. And that's exactly right. If you really think about it, the tax code is written for business owners to benefit, for business owners benefit. The tax code is written for business owners benefit to allow deductions for business expenses. And, and the reason they do it is because business owners are the producers and what do they produce? They produce jobs, jobs. They produce money for the environment, you know, for everything. And so because of that, the government get every government on the planet just about gives incentives for the producers. It's not a bad way of saying it because those producers, if they are given a certain amount of profit, they're going to say, Hey, I don't want to do all the work. So I need to hire some people. And that's the way the economy works is those people who are given incentives will hire people. And those people who are hired, they buy cars and other things, but ultimately given the employer, the incentives is, um, is done because they are producing jobs yeah. and they're producing revenue for the environment. The tax code environment. is written. The tax code is written for business owners. Let's, let's take advantage of it. So like I said, this is what we're doing in our mastermind group. Tell us what other information you want to learn. What, what information do you need to, 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 to want to participate in a mastermind like this, right? We're trying to tell you, we think that most business owners want to make more money, take more time off and keep more of what they make, right? What information do you need to make that decision that you'd like to be a part of this group? Reach out to us, Matt at ProfitabilityMD, Dave at ProfitabilityMD.com. Let us know what information you need to commit to a mastermind group that, that helps you make more, help you take more time off, and, and helps you keep more of what you make. All right, man, where can we find Mr. Mulvaney? Well, you can find Mr. Mulvaney at davidmulvaney.com. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, David Mulvaney. And of course, you can find our podcast at any place you uh, see, listen to podcasts at ProfitabilityMD is the podcast name. Find us at ProfitabilityMD.com. Our YouTube channel is ProfitabilityMD. Um, where can we find you, Matt? Yep, so over at LinkedIn, Matt Hudgens. Uh, over at LinkedIn and then uh, 10xprofitblueprint.com. But again, really it's ProfitabilityMD. That's what you and I are talking about. Profitability.com, ProfitabilityMD.com. That's what we're talking about. Come reach out to us. We're doing this mastermind group. What do you guys need in order to join a group like this? That's what we're here for. We, we are doing this because we love to help people create the business that they deserve to have. Exactly. And create the life that they want. The life they want. All right, man. Be good. All right, man. Take care.